0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome.
1: West Ham played with the confidence associated with the retiring Mark Noble. They took a 2-0 halftime lead through Gerard Bowen, but were pegged back by Jack Grealish's um, deflected goal and Kofor's own goal. I'm joined in by Kobzi and uh, Papi. And I'll start by asking you, Papi, how did you uh, think the game will end just after halftime, the City's game?
2: Well, to be honest, I thought I thought somewhere, somehow, Man City were dead and buried because you could see now that they were playing with a bit of pressure towards the end of the first half. They were not as settled as we know them to be. So I thought second half, maybe if they can pull one goal back, uh, they might be having a chance, but I thought it was dead and gone.
1: Um, talk of character, El Papi. Uh, City's character has been immense over the last week or so. Five goals past Newcastle first, five goals past Wolves and 2-0 down at halftime. But they still find a way to get back into the game. How crucial is this character going into the Aston Villa's game? Uh, the, that's the last game. Just win your game and the league is all yours.
2: I think Man City has always shown their their true nature of playing the way they play. They want to keep position. They want to keep uh, playing on a high tempo. They like to uh, do their high press. So they will never change. So I knew, going back to the West Ham game, I knew that second half, City will come all guns blazing. Be it they scored a, a fortunate own goal, but their character was the same. They always play to what they do best. High tempo, high press, quick passing. And it it was it was going to be a matter of time once they found uh, a goal back.
1: Remember, Riyad Mahrez also missed a penalty, so they could have uh, initially clinched the all three points in the game.
2: When when the penalty decision was made by the referee, I, I thought to myself, Wow, what a what a what a massive comeback, uh, physically and psychologically as well. But uh, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Fabianski, good penalty saver. He has a good record, a good record actually. Yeah, yeah. Saving penalties, and Mahrez should have buried it. But it was unfortunate for City and I think for every neutral, trial they, it still makes the race exciting. Last game up against Stephen Gerrard's Aston Villa.
1: Um, will it change anything in terms of their drive to try and help his old side out in, uh, in the quest for the Premier League? Provided they, they win against Saints and also they win against uh, Wolves is, as in Liverpool. Their last two games.
2: Look, I think the Premier League always always gives us fantastic scenarios, fantastic situations. So this one... Uh the Man City's last game against Aston Villa. I think I think Steven Gerrard wants to have a say, you know, because he's now the manager of uh, Aston Villa and uh, he's a former Liverpool uh, player and a Liverpool legend. So I think I think the ominous is with Gerard personally to, 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 to give Liverpool uh, a massive boost and a massive favor. I think he might cause an upset.
1: In the actual effect um Pep is actually happy because they're playing the last game at home so once these fans uh, fully loaded supporting the team and um, just three points and like, like I uh, alluded before just three points and um, the trophies all oh, all oh, theirs fourth uh, Premier League in five seasons what a remar- remarkable um, achievement Pep um, is actually is about, is about to do actually should I say
2: yeah if you pull this one this one the last game out all he simply needs to do is just win the game whether you, play, you stick to your style or you change a bit what he needs is simply a win. It will be a remarkable achievement, four league titles in five years in the Premier League. And who used to, who, who are those who used to say that uh, the Premier League is not one-sided? I think with Pep Guardiola... saying to a farmer's League. Not necessarily, but I think Pep Guardiola is, is proving that he's one of the best and he's proving that he's going to be a legend in the game. All right, um, rightly so. Um, so the
1: next game was Tottenham versus Bentley. Um in a quest for top four. Uh, Eric Kane's penalty moved Spurs above Astor and left Burnley in deep trouble. Advantage Tottenham going to the last round of fixtures. Let's get straight straight into it, Puppy. What did you make of the penalty decision?
2: To be honest, I think I think it was a penalty. Why? Because first and foremost, uh, it was born uh, Ashley Barnes. It was Ashley Barnes. <coughs> oh, naturally, he's a fourth player. Yeah. You wouldn't expect him to 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 have the the defensive etiquettes of making sure that your hands are always behind you.
1: But why do you why do you raise up your hand, even if your hand forward? You know, for all if you raise up your hand.
2: My point exactly. I think he was lost and confused because he was now uh, defending, but he knows better. That was a clear handball. His hand was in an unnatural position, and and it was far away from his body. He was actually like uh, acting like he was in a classroom raising up your hand. So. If if that happens, I think I think it's a penalty. There's no
1: better man to take the penalty than
2: Harry Kane. Ah, definitely one of one of the world's best penalty takers. I think it's 28 penalties now that he has scored for Tottenham in the in the Premier League. So we we knew we knew that once Harry Kane uh, goes behind that ball, uh, nine out of ten uh, chances or even ten out of ten, it's a goal.
1: So the honors is on Tottenham right now. Win against Norwich, and um, they are good to go. We're now ambitious enough to hire Antonio Conte midway through the season, Papi. It seems like he, he he's actually is about to guide them into the Premier League spot and um, uh, thereby playing Champions League football next season. With more signings um, that may come, obviously they are, they're supposed to come. How dangerous a side will this be come next season?
2: Well, to answer the first question there, I think it was a bold and uh, rewarding decision. By Tottenham to to sack uh, Nuno Espirito Santo and bring in a well-known, a well-respected and a well-feared manager in the dressing room in the in the form of Antonio Conte. We spoke about Antonio Conte time and time again on uh, the FOP. He is a manager with a pedigree. He has a history of winning games. He has a history of managing players. He has a history of motivating players. So I think. The writing is on the wall now. I think uh, it's it's in Tottenham's hands to to clinch the fourth place and go on to the Champions League. Okay, what
1: about Burnley? Um, they just uh point behind Leeds um, with a vast goal difference. There could be no sleeping up to Burnley in that relegation side. Is, is time running out for them? Or oh, they still that game in ends. security advantage to them because they're supposed to play that game on Thursday. Then the last game, the last round of features on Sunday.
2: I think. I think. Uh, Burnley are in a hot spot right now, uh, regardless of the fact that uh, when they brought in the new manager after they sacked uh, Sean Tysh, uh, they they won uh, two games in a row and drew one. So they're in a tight spot. Together with Leeds, anything might happen. But Burnley have an advantage of a game in hand. Use it Leeds have mm. played thirty-seven games, yeah, and uh, they are on thirty-five points.
1: Thirty-five points.
2: Burnley have played uh, thirty-six and they are on. Uh, 34, mm-hmm. points. 34 points. So I think I think it's it's now in Burnley's hands. They just need to win uh, the two games.
1: Okay, okay. Um let's move on puppy. Newcastle blow up Arsenal's Champions League dreams. Arsenal's exile from the Champions League looks set to stretch into the sixth, sixth season. After losing 2-0 at um St. James Park on Monday. Tottenham above Arsenal. Um the two on uh, it's a 2 point difference. Above us on the quest for that uh, Champions League uh, aspirations that we managed to to say a late twist in the race for top four. Arsenal toothless as always, and Michael Miko Ateta pays the price for allowing Uber to leave without a replacement Kobi and not signing a central midfielder in the summer in the in the win- winter transfer window. Bruno, which he wanted in uh, in January, ended up uh, in Newcastle, and to our surprise, he was the man of the match. So my first question to you, Kobzi. Uh will Mikel M- 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 Arteta pay, pay the price for allowing Aubameyang to leave Arsenal and not finding a, re- a replacement?
0: Well, hi guys, and uh, I think he's already paying uh, the you know the price for letting a striker go and not replacing him.
1: And also the, the other question: Are uh, you supposed to buy uh, Bruno Kumaris G- And he, Arsenal actually went to Lyon um, and saw uh, some talks. But the eventually Bruno refused and uh, eventually went to Newcastle. They didn't even go for other alternatives, Arsenal. So now, is it um, coming back at them? Bruno had a blast of a game yesterday um, versus um, Arsenal. And it was actually the man of the match. So will that um, come to
0: out Mikko at the side and the board? Yes, I think so. I think so. I think it will come to her. And why maybe he denied... Uh the the contract was maybe the terms which were in the contract you know maybe wouldn't get enough playing time or he wants to be uh, you know a replacement for someone but I think um, with Newcastle he would have more playing time and uh, to you know to explore more of his personal game you know and uh, his own character with football as uh, Newcastle is trying to build itself also and trying to find its own identity uh, in the top sports of the league
1: Okay, Papi, consider what was on the line. Do you think M- M- Miko Ateta is the right man uh, moving forward? Yes, they've improved this season. But when it matters most,
2: they fall very short. It's, it's a game of, 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 of fine margins if you are a Premier League manager, especially if you are the one handling uh, the football business of Arsenal Football Club. Look, I think uh, Miko Ateta has been on what I can call a yo-yo or roller coaster season there he has had so many highs and so many lows and now it comes to the crunch time where he needed to win the game and to almost guarantee a fourth spot but he he felt he felt so i think the writing is on the wall Mikel eteta some critics would probably say that he's not the right man. He decided to let Aubameyang uh, go, so these are the results or the repercussions of letting a top striker go. Look at Aubameyang he has played well ever since he moved away uh, from Arsenal to to Barcelona. Has been scoring goals. Arsenal needed that. Because Arsenal wanted to rely on uh, K.T.I. and uh, Lacazette, but they 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 couldn't deliver. Okay, Papi, Mikel is in, is in his third third year coaching
1: um, Arsenal. Spent almost 250 million, and has managed to lose the Champions League spot to Conte. That joined space six months ago, and only two signings. Is he the problem?
2: Well, you can say that the manager is is, is to blame because he's the one who. who who requires i mean he's the one who actually demands certain players that he wants them to be part of the team so if if you're saying he spent about 250 million uh, w- within a space of 3 seasons trying to rebuild arsenal rebuilding arsenal for what for european football and in 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 particular for champions league football and then you 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 you, you send away your your top striker because of what dressing room issues or disciplinary issues so this is the price that you pay So we can safely say that if the board gave you the funds to uh, buy the players that you want and you fail to deliver on a Champions League uh, spot, which is actually a mandate at Arsenal Football Club, then definitely he's the problem. Cody, Arsenal with a young squad in the league, Um, this is a learning curve for
1: them, um, which can only help them uh, move forward. Are they trying to skip this situation? Because they needed that, they need to, to, to pass through this situation in terms of their confidence and also their experience. So, this, this is a young Arsenal squad, the youngest in the league. So, they, in, in as much as they needed Champions League football, um, did they need this type of um, situation?
0: Personally, I don't think they needed this type of situation because they were the hope for us now, you know, for this like season. The way they were playing, the rebuild was there. It was showing, and I wouldn't say personally not provoking El Papi, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't put it personally all on uh, on Teta, You know, this' is in a vision. You know, sometimes you put up something to to the guys. Just put up what you've seen to the guys and try to make them to the young players. guys. To the young guys try to make them big players in the league or, you know, in Europe. Uh, But then it comes down as to, you were saying, uh, to experience and... But these were the future. They just had to end with this game and show their class. This was going to make these young uh, players, you know, the big players that they are promising to be. But, yeah, finally, then, I don't know, is it it an Arsenal nest, Or, I don't know. Because it is the same thing as Asen Wenger, you know, when he left since then, you see. So, I don't know, is it with the new manager or the new players where is the situation? There was a statement from
1: of intent from Newcastle to the Premier League. Um, do you think in about two years' time, Newcastle will be above
0: Arsenal? Well, let's see, let's see. Let's see how they're talking about. Your take.
2: Look, I think it all goes down to the type of players that uh, Eddie Howe, assuming that Eddie Howe will still be there. Let's assume that. Was he has done pretty well, so it, it depends with with the amount of money that the new owners want to to give uh, Eddie Hall for the summer. If they bring in good quality players, and good quality players they do not necessarily mean that they're good expensive players. I think they are Premier League players who are you know are tried and tested. They can they can they can they can start to rebuild in terms of fighting for all the, the three available European uh, showpieces.
1: Okay, um, so uh, the Everton's game was a contest which was flowed with the drama and controversy. Ultimately, um, Lee, uh, Lee left Frank Lampard facing another f- uh, fraught night on Thursday when he must hope his Everton's, if Everton's players do not fluff their chances, and that they did against Brentford to claim a v- to, to claim a precious victory uh, uh, on Thursday, will they find this momentum and avoid relegation? puppy?
2: Everton is a very tricky team right now. You know, you thought that once they they, they beat uh, Chelsea, you thought that momentum was there. But it was unfortunate again. And what let uh, Everton down was that red card again. Two red cards. Two red cards. The, the issue now is that uh, for the past two months, if not three months, Everton has been uh, getting a lot of these red cards. Uh, during the time when they were in a much better position in terms of the game, so once they lost uh, uh, a player through the red card that's when all it started to fall down for Everton in those particular games and now look at the repercussions they were in the driving seat to recover from the from the drop zone and now they are in it again.
1: Okay um so uh 2 minutes into stoppage time and stop substitute Pascal at uh, straight his neck to head a Joe jo- crossed down and over the line. Which of these teams going into the into this last round of fixtures, uh, Puppy, uh, will back will back down their team and um, be a catalyst in them not um, prevailing um, into that uh, uh, Premier League spot next season? Last um, get into the, this last week um, games, Leeds lack of discipline and poor defence, Burnley's lack of goals, and Everton's um, tactical game plan. Which do you think can be their Achilles' ills Achilles is, is to in not um, achieving Premier League football next season?
2: I think Benley's safe. I think, I think we, we all saw what Burnley can do defensively under Sean Daesh. And they are scoring goals now under the new manager. Their, their goal rate is improved. So I think the team which might be its own Achilles, I think it's going to be Everton.
1: Going to be Everton. Cody
2: Favorite um, to stay:
1: Bentley, Leeds, and um, Everton. I'll say Leeds. Say Leeds. Okay. Only time will tell, guys. Um, in, um so over to the FA Cup. Um, in just seven seasons, Jürgen Klopp has uh, now won all six major trophies with Liverpool. German League uh, in 2019, UEFA Super Cup 2019, Club World Cup 2019, Premier League 2020, uh, the League Cup and FA Cup in 2022. He delivered Liverpool's first league title in 30 years, their first FA in 16 years, and their first European title in four years. A pretty job that is
2: doing at Liverpool, Jürgen Club Puppy. Look, the man has come, has conquered, has delivered. He has won it all with uh, Liverpool and he has brought so many tears of joy to, you know, uh, Liverpool fans who last uh, won major silverware ages ago before he came in. So I think he's a living legend in Liverpool. They love him. He loves the fans. He has done absolutely and exceptionally well.
1: Um, take away of the game.
2: The FA Cup, uh, yes. Once again, a, a tight game for Jürgen Club. I don't know if it's the battle of the two German uh, coaches, the Jürgen versus um, Thomas Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel. I don't know if it's a personal duet or it's a personal duel, but another exciting game tactically. Liverpool dominated the first 10 minutes. They were like a house on fire. Chelsea were hit all over the place. But once Chelsea got into the groove, they started exchanging chances. You know, Pulisic came in with three or four chances during the the final. And also the new signing, uh, Alois Diaz. Diaz. He had lots of opportunities to, to win for Liverpool, including hitting the upright. So it was a tight game, which went on to extra time and penalties again. So I think I think Jürgen Klopp finds it very difficult to break Thomas Tuchel's teams. If you look in the Premier League, they play two games, they were they, they both draws. And then the Carabao Cup final went into extra time and penalties. And then again, for the fourth time in a season, uh, he failed to break uh, Thomas Tuchel's side in the FA Cup final.
1: If Liverpool loses the Champions League and gets second place in the league, will it be a successful season with the two trophies they have, Kodzyk?
0: I think it won't be. Uh, these are the true trophies that they've just won. I think they were just bonuses, but the main trophies, you know, which makes uh, uh, big clubs Are big trophies. Which are they? Like which they are left with? Like the UEFA Champions League and the league also. Okay, I think
1: Chelsea became the first team and the FA Cup history to lose three consecutive finals. And Mason Mount has played in six finals at Wembley and lost in all of them. Maybe it's a curse. Whilst Sadio Mane, if all goes well, Sadio Mani could win eight trophies in 2022. Is there any way um, for him in the Ballon d'Or talk? Papi?
2: I think Sadio Mani has played well and uh, he has won uh, silverware, which, which makes him eligible, you know, to be amongst at least the top five players, but if he went on, if he goes on to win the Champions League, I think it would be interesting to find out uh, if he is in the top three. But as far as trophies are concerned, and as far as good performances are concerned, he deserves to be in contention.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, so back here in Africa, so Pizzo Pito Moksimani qualified for for a fourth Cup Champions League final after our Ali defeated PSV 6-2 on aggregate in the semi-final. It's three in a row for Pito walking on water. They'll face wide at Casablanca on 30 May in Morocco. Percy, Tau- Percy Towers was involved in all of the, uh, Al-Ali's six goals in their semi finals against EF, ES Certif. He had two goals and two assists in the home game, and two assists in the away game, and a man of the match in the first game. Is Pito? One of the best coaches in the continent, Papi. Oh, is he the
2: best coach? Without a shade of doubt, he is actually the best coach in, 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 in African football. He has done well uh, uh, domestically in South Africa. He's won titles with Mamelo de Sundowns, he's won titles with Supersport, and now he's winning titles with El Ali. So he's proven to be a real uh, winning uh, manager in, in, in African football. He de- is definitely one of the best, if he's not the best. Should he seek a move al- al- abroad? You know, it's interesting because we, we always discuss about this. Is, is, is Peter Misimane going to be the first African export in terms of uh, coaching a European club? Uh, let's see, if he conquers uh, with El Ali, I think the next move will definitely be you know, testing European waters to see where he is, to see if he has the pedigree to, to compete amongst the the best coaches in Europe. And you have to consider that he has gone to two club World Cups, if I'm not mistaken, with El Ali, yeah, and, Ali. Uh, and Mamelo de Sandowns. If they're not three, and and uh, with El Ali has, has managed to to. To 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 win uh, third spots on, on on two occasions, is it? Yeah, it's true. So which means that he has the pedigree to go out there and represent Africa as one of the leading African uh, coaches. Okay, um, so the, our last um, game was the uh, game
1: in Blawayo. There was um, a film derby between um, Dynamos and um, and Highlanders. So usually it's a long time rivalry that has been. There since um, ages. So there was chaos in Pepperfields on Sunday as Boso scored in time added on 30 minutes extra. Boso fans evaded the pitch to celebrate. Jimbario fans um, next on extra uprooting the goalpost. Some were even having their time of, of their lives dancing, crawling in the uh, in the football pitch. Jimbaro D- wanted a, a foul which they didn't get. Um, and in doing so, they showed their frustrations to the ref and they were boycotting. Was it professional from them, Papi,
2: considering it's Zimbabwe and it's one of the biggest team, if not the biggest team in the country? I think it's a shame for both teams to be involved in such an embarrassing and comical game of football. You know, this is Zimbabwe's biggest game. And uh, for it to, to to end that way, I think it was a disappointment. Both teams, you know, uh, should be at fault here because uh, coincidentally uh, Boso fans also threatened to invade the pitch after there was a, a dangerous tackle by Bill Antonio on Washington Navia. So I think that's that's what uh, started all the commotion and eventually it ended up with a serious pitch invasion. So it's a shame for both clubs actually.
1: A kick by the been angered the Dynamo's Force and also the players. Was this the highest level of comedy we can get in this country, Kobi? And this is—is is this the Premier League we are talking about?
0: This is a huge blow for you know Zimbabwean football, you know as a whole. This is a huge blow for Zimbabweans as football fans and as a nation. You know, um, just imagine Spain Real Madrid uh, versus Barcelona. These are the type of games which are. Oh this is the type of game which was played on Sunday by Dimbari and Highlanders and such a thing happens in the Santiago Benabao because um Casimiro or De Young is not given a penalty. You know, it's so embarrassing and um you know, we were just on the line on the breach of being accepted back in the and the FIFA. The FIFA, you know, and this is just happening. It's just homish for the country, you know. Uh I think there should be, you know, penalties for such things. This has been um, this has been uh, like a feud which has been big. But you know, this field wasn't in terms of, you know, just being notorious or you know, it was in terms of exciting of, of of football, you know, in terms of uh, fans, you know, chanting chants about the other team and winning over, not fighting, and it's mumish, it's mumish, my guy. Papi,
1: with this, unquote, integrity behavior, where is our football um, going as a nation?
2: Look, I think there was an indaba which was,
1: uh, Papi with this uncouth and targeted behavior we witnessed on Sunday where is our football going as a nation
2: I think once again it's 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 a it's a red flag for for the football administrators they really need to engage all stakeholders involved with our local football and really come out with tangible solutions to such a problem because this is this has been happening time and time again so i think the football administrators really need to you know, gather all the stakeholders and really come up with a tangible solution to such problems, because this has tarnished, you know, the beautiful game uh, for Zimbabwean football fans. It was an embarrassment, and it's also surprising and
1: shocking that uh, we don't have those packets. It could imagine if uh, we we actually uh, put those buckets packets in this kind of situation happen. What would be the case?
0: Uh, then it's not a shame, but, uh, it's, I think it's an advantage cause they were going to be seats all over the pitch, you know, the, that stadium was going to be out of order, you know, for the next three months cause there was going to be a lot of destruction due to, you know, such behavior and which is bad. So I don't think it's, now you, you, you get to a situation that do we really need, you know, to upgrade our oh, cause. You know, with kind of vandalism like this, I've never seen any way where corpus is uprooted. It was uh, a comedy. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> just uh, a, a, a
1: comedy <laughs> being witnessed at uh, Baba Fields. Um, so, thank you, Papi, as uh, usual. Thank you very much. So, for the for the results and um, uh, news of other sports and even the, our Castle Premier League, do visit our page FOP. So join us on the latest edition of the FOP. Not forgetting to like our page and listening to our podcast on Anchor FM and um, Spotify. A quick shout out to our fans all over the world in UK, Canada, South Africa and Zimbabwe. We see you um, from FOP crew. We out.
0: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.